Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball Podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire today for the second time. I am joined by award-winning singer, songwriter, and energetic country entertainer. He is the great Gary Pratt. (laughs) Gary has won several awards, and his last two songs have topped number one on the international iTunes chart. So we're going to be talking to him about that. And if you missed it the first time, you're in for a treat, because he's going to be telling you about his new projects. Gary, Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis, for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. Well, why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the U.S. here, and uh, I grew up in a very small town and always wanted to, to sing country music since I was a kid. I always watched the music awards. In fact, I watched them last night, and uh, it was just a, a treat to, to really watch them and Still, you know, dreaming to get up on that stage. I did recently win a U.S. Male Songwriter of the Year Award with the International Singer-Songwriters Association. And uh, unfortunately, I couldn't go up on that stage and, you know, say my, you know, thank the people who got me that far because of COVID. So I was, I'll tell you a little story here. I was sitting in the middle of the mall waiting for something to be engraved at a store called Things Remembered. And I was watching the virtual show for the awards on my phone. And when they announced my name as as the winner, I I couldn't believe it. But you know, I just all of a sudden I got chills. I'm sitting there. I really can't tell anybody what's going on. But I yelled out, "Yeah!" I got a couple looks here and there. But you know, then a, a feeling of just gratitude and you know, thanking God for for validating all this that I've been doing for so long. And to get that award was a highlight in my career. And um, like I said, unfortunately, I couldn't go up on stage and and thank those people for helping me get that far. They did let me record uh, acceptance speech, and they did, uh, you know, put that on their websites and stuff like that. So that was that was great. But it was sort of funny. The song album or the album that I wrote some of these songs on that I got the award for is called Something Worth Remembering. That's my current album out right now. And it just sort of struck me funny that I was waiting for something to be engraved at Things Remembered. And my album's called Something Worth Remembering. And they announced my name. And that was such a highlight of this this past year. And after COVID and some personal family illnesses that we've gone through, it was just a memory that, you know, I'll never forget. And I have this wonderful award they sent me. And as I watched the awards last night, the CMAs, I was looking at the awards they were holding and it looked a lot like mine. So I'm very proud of, of where I've gone so far with this, you know, with my music. And I'm really happy right now in my music career. But music has always been in my blood. I've always loved country music. I've been in several bands that weren't country and that was fine because you know it gave me that experience some rock bands top 40 bands and 
even actually a 40s band at one time in my life. And um, I'm just really happy where I'm at right now. And MTS Records, Michael Stover, Brian Cole, who's my producer, Doug Casper, engineer, and Adam Ernest, who's an artist in his own right, actually is with Sony right now. Uh, they helped me get this far. And, of course, my friends and my family and my fans. And I'm enjoying the ride right now. That's, you know, that's that's where I come from, a small rural country town, coal mining town, and uh, just pursued music all my life. And I'm just enjoying it right now. Tell us about some of the other awards that you won. I think I saw in your bio you had one more. Um, I, I was uh, uh, a nominee for the Josie Music Awards. I did not win that award, but just to be nominated is, you know, that's a dream come true, too, because I've always known about the Josie Music Awards and uh, also the Hollywood Music Media Awards. I'm a nominee for that also. So those are the other two that are two other awards awards that are going on right now. Uh, like I said, the Josie Music Awards is over, but the Hollywood Music Awards, uh, they haven't been, you know, awarded yet. So I'm looking, hopefully looking forward to accepting uh, an award from, from them also. But these are, just to be nominated is... is you know, I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, I'm already a winner. Anybody that's nominated, I believe they're already winners because people are hearing your music and you're getting recognized for it. And it validates everything that you do as an artist. So, you know, good luck to everybody else that's nominated for the Hollywood Music and Media Awards also. Well, tell us how the CMAs went last night. I intended to check it out, but I forgot all about it. Tell us how it went. Give us some highlights of it. For those who missed highlights, it. My highlights would have been uh, Carrie Underwood and Jason Aldean uh, doing their brand-new duet. Awesome. Uh, Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. I love both of those girls. I love to do a duet with either one of them. Uh, they did a, a wonderful duet that they have out right now. And Carly Pierce uh, won an award, and her reaction, I think, was stole the night. Flat, you know, hands down. Just her reaction and... She didn't know what to say, and you can tell that she was grateful, and uh, Ashley McBride came up and got her composed until she could say a few words, but I think that was the highlight of the show. Of course, being from Pittsburgh, we got Gabby Barrett. She was nominated, did a wonderful performance of one of her songs, and uh, also uh, Dan and Shay, uh, one of those guys are from Pittsburgh too, so it's nice to see Pittsburgh uh, artist, you know, going national and uh, being in the mainstream country. But those, those, I would say, would be the heart, you know, the highlights. Also, uh, you know, they have it's so different now. They have, you know, all kinds of people on the awards. Everybody's getting an equal share, and I think that's that's great because young kids that are out there that may be interested in music and. Um, you know, maybe different, maybe, I mean, now we have, you know, the African-Americans, more of those people, you know, in the national mainstream country music and, you know, doing, making history. And uh, we also have, you know, people that are, um, you know, they're one of, one of the new things is uh, one of the guys in Brothers Osborne came out and uh, it's just so diversified. And I think, it's wonderful for kids that might be interested in country music. If they watched the awards last night, uh, 
know that they can dream and, and, and no matter who you are, uh, you know, everything that makes you different makes you unique. And if kids are seeing this and they're dreaming to be a country music star, they see how diversified we are, especially in media right now. I think that's where it should start because it's just going to teach our kids that everyone's equal, everyone can dream just as much as the next kid. And um, I think that that's the message they put out last night with the Country Music Awards. And, you know, you know, I, I salute them for that. Well, yeah, I definitely like that Carrie Jason duet, If You Love Me. Oh, I, play, yeah. I play that on my show a lot. Tell us about some of the big influences. Well, I have a girl that sings with me at all my shows. Really? My big influences? Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, I've always loved Garth Brooks. Uh, if people haven't heard the, the last interview we had, one of my songs was written by Tony Arada, who wrote the dance for Garth Brooks. And I'm so honored to have Tony Arada's name on, on my album. Actually, the song that he wrote is Something Worth Remembering, which ended up being the title of my album and the title song. And that was dedicated to my brother. That's why I was looking for a song that um, in his memory, because he passed away a few years ago. And when we found that song, it just pulled the whole album together. So yeah, definitely Garth Brooks is, is uh, one of my idols, but growing up, my dad and, you know, my cousins and uncles, they, they listened a lot to the older country music, like Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash, Wellen Jennings, Willie Nelson, um, I heard a lot of Elvis too. My mom loved Elvis, Elvis, and so those are all influences that I think that I had in my music. I also love Dwight Yoakam. Um, just I think combining a lot of these people uh, has made my voice sound a little unique. Um, but those are my my influences that that I grew up with. And uh, I'll tell you a little story here. When I knew. I knew I always loved country music. I knew I wanted to be sing, and, you know, I just loved singing all the time since I was a kid. But one incident in my life that really sticks out in my mind was our family went to a, a picnic. Um, I don't know if it was a family picnic or or just, like, friends of my dad's or something. But they had a band there, and the drummer in the band was my cousin, Floyd. And I remember sitting there and being memorized watching them. And right then I knew when I grow up, I'm going to be in a band. And uh, so I was probably maybe 10, but at age 16, I had a band. My parents, um, we advertised in a newspaper, advertising, you know, certain other places. And we got a, a bunch of guys together and, and a girl that I was going to school with. And we formed a band. All the people in the band were older than me, which I think was a benefit because they wanted to play, you know, the the bigger, you know, places, the bigger clubs and, and festivals and that. And I think I learned a lot from them. So I think everyone that I've played with in a band, they all have some influence on you also. So not just people that are well-known. There's other people in your life that can influence you. Um, so that I think that sort of puts it in a nutshell of my influences, not just the mainstream people, but people that, that you play in bands with and people that other people that play music that are locally, they can influence you in different ways also. Absolutely. So tell us about the lady that sings at the shows. Would you tell us a little bit about her? Oh, if you yeah. can. Her, name is, her name is Kate Zoller and I just love her. 
I had another girl who was singing with me, and unfortunately, her and her husband moved. So Kate was, she's the ministerial music minister at, at my mom and dad's church. And I've been to that church several times and sang at the church also. But uh, when Kate found out that I was maybe, maybe looking for someone, I wasn't quite sure if I was going to go that route or not. She asked my mom and dad if I'd be interested. So my mom and dad sort of pushed it. And I was like, you know, okay, I'll give her a chance, you know. And she had never been in a band. She's never been, you know, out singing in public as far as out of the church. But um, her and I have just clicked and in more ways than just musically. And she is just an awesome person. And, you know, she believes in God like I do. And, you know, we have a strong faith. We always pray before we do our shows. And I was talking while well, texting her back and forth last night because I'm actually in Florida right now, so which is, which is really cool. But I was uh, talking to her about the, uh, the awards and stuff. But, you know, she's, she's just an awesome person. And I've seen her grown over – it's been about a year and a half to two years now she's been with me. And I've just seen her grow – as an artist and we're trying to write some things together and some Christian things we'd like to write together. I'm just so excited to have her not just, you know, on stage with me, but uh, as a friend and, you know, spiritually and, uh, you know, we help each other out. So it's an awesome, you know, she's an awesome person and I'm just so glad she's with me. And I'm glad my mom and dad talked me into it. <laughs> so, But I just love her. Absolutely. Well, tell us about your projects, you know, kind of tell us about everything that you've released and kind of give us a brief overview of each project. Okay. Well, my current project that's out, the first released song was a a song called Song You Can Drink a Beer To. It was written actually not by me, but it was written by um, Autumn McIntyre, Reba's niece. And the song uh, did so well. It was number one in South Africa, iTunes, a number one in a European uh, market. And it really opened the door up for me to do a lot of, you know, podcasts as this and radio interviews. We did do some local radio interviews and they played the song. Uh, there's a radio station in Nashville that played it all summer long called WNHE with Buck, Buck McCoy. And they also promoted it like in Las Vegas and, and New York, and um, let's see where else, Los Angeles. They're like all sister stations. And I've got so many people, fans and friends, that have been listening to that station now. Uh, they had started a new single, which is called Country to the Bone. They are playing that now, and I have a lot of a lot of friends and fans that call that station uh, every week and request a song, and you know, I'm so grateful for those people. Because without them, I, I couldn't be getting as far with those radio stations as I am. So I am so appreciative of each and every one person that calls and requests you know, my songs. So right now we have two songs that are released from the album. I hope hopefully, you know, the album is out there, but when we release it as a single, it gets more um, recognition and people, you know, listen to them more and can get them on the stations. So. I'd like to release a few more songs from the album before I start on the next album, but I do have ideas for the next album. I think 
but I don't want to forget about this one because this one has a lot of life still left into it. Um, I do have a duet on this this album that's out now. It's called To Find Us. I wrote the song, and I'd really like Blake and Gwen to listen to this song. So if you have any connections, if anybody has any connections out there, maybe you can get that song to them. It's called To Find Us. And it's a duet that I did with a singer in Nashville who's on the MTS label, Savannah Nider. Uh, we, me and my producer, Brian Cole, drove down to Nashville, not this past July, but the July before. And we recorded this song uh, down at Omni Studios. And it was sort of strange because it was during the pandemic and, uh, you know, the streets were bare. And you know, you went, went to the studio, you went to your your hotel room and that was Sort of about it. Me and Savannah and her husband and I did go out to dinner one night. Uh, of course, you know, that was all how the restaurants were. But we, we we found a place that we could go. And she's just an awesome person, too, and her husband. And I know you'll be hearing more about Savannah. So if anybody's out there, you want to hear anything on the new album or even some of my past albums, uh, you can go to, uh, you know, YouTube and Spotify, Gary Pratt. Go to my webpage, www.garyprattmusic.com. I also recently talked to Michael Stover and MTS Records, and they I had did I did a Christmas album before this last album, and not too many people heard of it because it wasn't really with a record company or wasn't released the way my last album was. So MTS did release three Christmas songs that are on that album. The album's called Angels in the Snow. And there's a few songs that um, are original. And there are, you know, you have some of your other songs like Rock Around the Christmas Tree and uh, Merry Christmas Baby. You know, songs like that, that that everybody knows. And a few songs that have been out there that not too many people have heard of. And like I said, a few, a few originals. And Angels in the Snow is an original song. And that's the title of the album. So a lot of things floating out there, and I have new ideas for a new album. One thing about this current album, it's opened my eyes to a direction that I want to go in music and messages that I want people to hear. You know, like I'm really big on, since I did lose my brother, I'm really big on, you know, telling people on, how you care about them. You know, if you love somebody, make sure you let them know. Because tomorrow, you know, nothing's guaranteed tomorrow. I know a lot of people have said that, but I want to get it out there in music, like positive messages and how you can take negative situations and turn them into positive things. And that's sort of the direction I want to go with this next album. Even though once in a while I like to throw in a fun song, just like I did with the last album, like a song you can drink a beer to, and uh, sounds like whiskey to me. Those are like fun songs, and I know they're drinking songs, but you know when you're doing country music, you got to do some drinking songs. So, <laughs> but there's also some serious stuff in my last album. But the next album, I really do uh, have a direction for it, and I have a title for it already, and I'm sort of going to work backwards on this one, I think, and. I know what the title's going to be, so I know what I have to write. And I sort of want to release the next album a little different, maybe in a slower fashion, maybe release a couple singles and then the album. But with this last project, we did the album, and then we're doing some singles. So I think it's nice to change some things up, too. But I have a lot of plans for the 
the next album and hopefully a lot of gigs coming up, um, especially after winter, spring, summer, doing some festivals and stuff like that and opening up maybe for, you know, some big names. And it's, um, it's like I said, I'm enjoying the ride, but that's that's my plans right now. Things could change, but that's where I'm at right now. Well, give us, you gave out your website, Gary Pratt Music. Give out your social media links too so people can connect with you that way. Well, I I have uh, links on Spotify, Facebook. We have um, Twitter, and you can get my music on Amazon and Diesel and Tidal. I don't have the exact addresses right in front of me, but you can join Gary Pratt fans on Facebook. It's a group, and you'll get everything that's going on um, in my personal life and in uh, you know the music life and you know, what's going on with me. So I urge everyone, really, you'll get everything first on the Gary Pratt fans Facebook page. And if uh, any of those, any of those sites that I have links on the website, again, it's GaryPrattMusic.com. You can just hit Spotify, you can hit Twitter, you can whatever little icon, and you'll go right to uh, any of the sites. Okay. Now, as you know, when I brought you on last time, I had you to do a, a little acapella for the listeners. So why don't you give us a little acapella of something to remember? Okay. Um, Our days are giving one at a time, minute by minute, line by line. And light the sun in the evening till the sun and morning light. Our days will Fade to shine. Is that good enough? That is is actually perfect. I appreciate that, and I'm sure the listeners will as well. Go ahead and give us some final thoughts to close it out. You know, to close it out, I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm grateful for everyone that's supported my music and grateful for everyone that's had their hand, you know, in where, where I'm going and what I'm doing right now. But, you know, I just want everyone out there, like I said before, you know, if, if you love someone, make sure you tell them. If you have a disagreement with someone, you're one of your siblings or something, you know, you don't want, you don't want to have regrets in life. And, you know, luckily I, I don't have any regrets with my brother. We loved each other and supported each other. But if that would happen to someone, I think, you know, that's the most important thing in our life is the people that we love and everything else makes no difference. Money, uh, fame, anything like that does not really make a difference because you don't take that with you, you know, when you pass away. And what you want to leave are good memories and uh, of the things that you did. And also, you know, I want to say, too, that some people out there may be going through a hard time, maybe an addiction, maybe making bad choices, whatever it may be. Um, You know, tomorrow's a new day. You know, start over and uh, you can change. Uh, no matter what situation you are, there's people out there that will help you. And, um, you know, you can make a better life for you. And, and you will be, you know, you'll give pe- other people something worth remembering and positive things. I think that's what we need right now, you know, in this world, and you know, is uh, positive people and good people. Because I know there's a lot of good people out there still. And uh, I believe that. Uh, we just need to help each other. But, um, you know, love each other. I'm going to leave with that. That was well said. Ladies and gentlemen, GaryPrattMusic.com. Be sure you check him out. Check out all his stuff. He's a wonderful singer, has some great influential music. 
be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible so they can be checking out Gary's music as well. Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Gary, thank you so much for joining me once again. Hey, thank you, Curtis. I appreciate your time. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.